0: Hey, welcome to the Church Explain Podcast, a conversation to grow your leadership and build your church. Today we've got a very special guest, yes. someone internal Nathan. Yes,
1: we have, yes. We have
0: got Mr. Ben Lloyd. Yes. Welcome Ben to the podcast.
2: Hi. Great
1: to be here. Thank you. He he looked a bit nervous. This this is is a good podcast. I'll I'll do a short bio for you, though you've not provided one for us. No. Ben.
0: We haven't asked him, though, because internal. Let's give him one then.
1: Ben is youth pastor at Icon Church and also campus pastor of our Stocksbridge campus here at Icon Church. He is married to Hannah Lloyd and has two children Miles Lloyd, who is two. Three. 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 Three recently
2: in april in april wasn't oh. it
1: and then toby who is months old
2: what date? it's uh, he's five months next week
1: five months yeah. next week yeah. and uh he's an avid arsenal fan and yes. uh, has kicked nathan a few times playing football <laughs>
2: wow what a great bio that, that, that's pretty good <laughs> that's actually because yes much better than me
0: and that was jealous yeah yeah it all comes out somewhere (laughs) hey so ben it's good to have you on the podcast we've got a few questions for you i think it's always good to find out a little bit about you your faith journey and your sort of role in the ministry yeah so why don't you kick that off now that uh nathan's given you a brilliant intro yeah yeah tell us a little bit about your faith journey and your background uh
2: so i grew up in church i'm an icon church baby i guess you could say been in, yeah. in this church my whole life and my parents have always been heavily involved and yeah i guess uh never stopped going to church i think i got to about the age of 11. um i couldn't really pinpoint a moment as such when i started believing in god i think that was just there from a very young age but when i was 11 uh, that was the first time I was filled with the Holy Spirit, mm. and um, I remember going to a conference not too far from here, being prayed for the mm. infilling of the Spirit, and just something changed in me after that. It was like church wasn't just something I went to with family and with mom and dad. I always enjoyed it, so it, it, but it wasn't just something I enjoyed. Mm. It was like this passion was birthed in me. It sort, sort of, of church became something for me that was bigger than myself and believing in God. Just yeah. I guess just a fire was born mm. in me in that moment, and then uh, I think there was just a clear change that happened in my life immediately after that. I remember yeah. actually the next Sunday we were in church. At, <laughs> this sounds funny to say, but that was the first time I'd ever lifted my hands in worship. <laughs> okay, and and that wasn't you know no one told me I had to do that. No, uh, you know I'd never had an urge before that, but I think just from that moment of being filled with the Holy Spirit, just something changed in me. And I think since then, just my love for God, uh, for Jesus, for his church has just been growing and growing um, since then. I think the first time I ever served in church was playing guitar when I was 12 years old. So um, yeah. And then since then, done loads of different things in church. And like you guys say, now I'm Leading youth and uh, leading one of our campuses in yeah. Stocksbridge. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so a, good. We'll dig into that yeah. a little bit later moment in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us, Ben, what uh, what do you do for fun? We love to ask this question. Uh, Nathan's mentioned Arsenal. I think they're kind of one of my great loves. Is that uh, fun? Uh, sometimes, Just sometimes. It has been for the majority of this past the, this, season. <laughs> this season's been a bit better. <laughs> the past few years before that yeah. weren't, weren't great. Uh, But yeah, so I I watch uh, not loads of football, but I always watch Arsenal and I try and play as much as I can. I really enjoy playing football, but then my other big love outside of church and family is movies. Um, I watch a lot of films, (laughs) Uh, follow me on Letterboxd if anyone's out there using Letterboxd Um, uh, and it's basically something you can log what you watch. We hear you. I can't anyway, say we're so interested. I, I go yeah. to the cinema. Okay. No, no problem. Go um, for it. I go to the cinema a lot, like, uh, once a week, usually, at least, with my dad, I'll try yeah. and get out and see something. What's
1: terrible. the best movie you've seen in the past few months?
2: In the past few months? Uh, gosh, um, oh, I should have anticipated that question. Um, it's been a bit of, a, I think, just a bit of a slow year for films, really. Uh, Steven Spielberg's last film called The Fablemans that came out in the UK in about February. Time I really, really enjoyed that. That was okay. cool. Yeah, it, I'm sure it'll be out on streaming soon. Like people can see, but yeah, that was yeah.
0: Good. great, <laughs> wonderful. So, yeah. hey, you've got a few hobbies there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't see music's a hobby for you. So oh, really. yeah, you, of you, course. You, you yeah, Enjoy yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah. And we've already heard you're, you're married to Hannah mm. and uh, you've got two kids, um, Tobias. And miles. Yeah. Mm. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your wider family, though. Thinking of your parents mm. and your many, many siblings. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, me and Hannah both have quite a few siblings. We're both one of four kids. Uh, my immediate family, so I, I would say my mum and dad have been part of Icon Church um, for many, many years. Mm. Mm. I grew, up, grew up in church, and my I have two brothers. An old brother called Dan youngest brother called Jake and then in between me and Jake um, I've got a sister called Amy and all four of us um have been in church served in church for many years and still do and still yeah. do yeah we've all, all got kind of a really strong strong faith mm-hmm. yeah which is great Hannah's family is quite different to that her none of her family uh, are Christians or in church um, which is a, a different dynamic um but yeah they've Especially her parents, have always been super supportive of Hannah since she became Wonderful. a Christian yeah. when she was a teenager. And, mm. you know, thinking wider family as well. My cousin, shout out Tom, uh, is he- heavily <laughs> involved in church as well. Uh, but like my grandparents, uh, all Christians. So good good yeah, legacy yeah. 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 really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, no, great. So we mentioned you you got a couple of roles: Uh, campus pastor at our Stocksbridge campus, and also youth pastor, which is mainly based out of our Chesterfield campus. In uh, uh, for us as Icon Church. So, what are the challenges and opportunities you face as you head up those
2: two roles? Uh, I guess probably the main the main one is getting the balance right between the two, just in terms of time and energies and, and focus because uh, that I mean this is the first time I've ever had to juggle two roles yeah. at the roles same share, key yeah. roles at the same time yeah. so it is getting getting the balance right and I think one of the thing, key things I've learned is understanding that there are moments where one of those might take precedent over the other I think even just this past week we had a big youth night mm-hmm. on Friday mm-hmm. and then Saturday this past weekend did a, a, a training day for youth mm. leaders around the the country um so naturally i guess sort of in the week in a couple of weeks leading up to that youth was taking a big focus taking a lot of my time but it's understanding that that can happen and that's not necessarily a bad thing mm. but it's it's making sure that long term one doesn't consume the other that i'm not going through long periods and long seasons yeah where i'm only thinking about mm. one it's you know i want to try and get the balance like I, I wish it was as easy as you know 50/50 50/50, 50 50 yeah, but yeah. you no. know church life is so busy yeah and church life is so changeable as well mm, and, and yeah. variable um so that na- you know naturally there's, there's moments where one can take precedent yeah. over the other but it's just getting that balance right, right. i think um but, but there's lots of opportunities i mean it, it really does force you to raise leaders, mm. having to yeah. lead two kind of major ministries and key ministries, I can't do everything myself. No. Me and Hannah can't do everything mm. ourselves. Yeah. Um. Uh, as a church, you know, we've always been mm. so passionate about raising, you know, yeah. leaders, and that's always been a, a key thing for our youth ministry yeah. as well. That you know we don't want to just put something on for young people, but through it, we want to raise leaders. And I think um, just these past few years, leading our Stocksbridge <laughs> campus and and youth ministry, it's really forced me to um, raise leaders and rely more on, on people and give people more opportunities. Ahead, so yeah. I think that's been one of the great benefits mm. of it. And as well, I think there's, there's been a bit of a, a really nice crossover at times with those two things. Um, I love our Stocksbridge campus and I love leading youth. And there's um, we don't have loads of young people in our Stocksbridge campus at the moment. Um, But it's been great with the young people that we do have. I've been able to connect them into our youth ministry. And that's been, I think, one of just the things I've done these past few years that's filled me with a great joy is, you know, Mm. as much as I can, I'll I'll bring a group of young people down from Stocksbridge to youth and just seeing them get involved. It's like the two things I lead and the two things that I'm passionate about really coming together, which has has been nice as well. So, yeah. Great no really so, good so thinking of that then ben, yeah. what,
0: what's been the biggest learning curve on that i know you've talked about the time split and the tension anything else in there you think as, as leaders are listening and they're trying to split themselves across a number of key things mm. what's been your
2: biggest learning um i think yeah the time thing and getting time. that right yeah yeah um it's it's forced me to really think about my yeah. schedule and uh my diary as well, and Should I've pl- yeah, well in advance. Yes, yeah. yeah, and it and it can be as simple as okay, I'm going to dedicate these days to mm. this thing I'm, that one of the ministries I'm leading. I'm going to dedicate this yeah. time. Yeah, um, I think that's been been a big help and what been one of the key things I, I've learned because you know those when I first started, I wasn't really doing that, and so what I was saying earlier about the danger of one consuming the other yes. that that would happen quite a lot of the time yeah. where one thing would suffer because I've not yeah. dedicated time yeah. to it. Mm. So I would think, you know, I'd really encourage anyone who is leading multiple multiple ministries or multiple things just to really think about your personal schedule and making sure you are great devoting mm. some time to each of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah,
1: great, great. We're gonna um kind of major on this podcast on this episode around the youth youth pastor role i wonder if you just um talk a little bit about that role uh with hannah and Mm -hmm. uh, what that looks like for
2: you guys yeah so we um lead our our youth ministry which um i guess sort of our chestfield campus has quite a a decent sized youth group and uh, we try and connect young people from the other campuses Mm. as well but um, Chestfield is sort of is sort of the central hub of youth mm. in Icon Church. We run a weekly Friday night youth program uh, in our Chestfield campus, um, and and yeah, and, and really for for me and Hannah, it's our main focus is is leading um, our team of youth leaders. I think we've got just over twenty youth leaders um, in our youth ministry, mm. and and just I guess thinking about us personally and the way we we lead youth. That takes up pretty much all of our focus when we think about youth. We want to empower them to go out and lead, lead yeah. young people. Yeah. Um, like A lot of those guys are small group leaders in mm. youth. Um, so meeting with those regularly, we meet with them at, uh, once a month, uh, get all the youth leaders together. And uh, yeah, so... Brilliant. yeah, Yeah, great. So
0: some... some- a lot of your time, like it's just picking that up there. A lot of your time is given then investing mm. in those leaders. Yes, yeah. Ra- yeah rather mm. than focusing all the other, like how do we do the programs or mm.
2: yeah, yeah. I, I think <clears throat> yeah, that definitely. Yeah, that, empowering that people to focus. do the programs yeah, with mm. you then. My focus, yeah, yeah. and uh, I think that's been one of the things. You know, I I used to do all the planning myself yeah. and put together all the the you know run lists for meetings and things like that. And that's been one of the things I've kind of been forced yeah. through this to, to empower others to do and delegate yeah this stuff out. So, yeah
0: so if we were to push into that a little bit mm. this idea of raising up leaders mm-hmm. and empowering leaders what do you think then is the most challenging thing young leaders or young people are facing when it comes to leadership
2: Um, I think one of the biggest obstacles is probably fear of failure okay um, I think just just the way the world has gone and the way culture has has developed over the past few years, it's like there's more punishment, I guess, for failing and more Mm. um, publicity for failure as well, Mm. Um, which I think, yeah, for for young people kind of seeing that and seeing how leaders older than them have, have gone through that Mm. I think that's been one of the, the big challenges and the big things that has given them reason to, to step, step back, back yeah. Yeah. Um, as well. We were talking earlier Nathan yeah. about how um, young people don't, it's, it's almost like they don't want to take on something that's already established, it's, there's more of this um, urge to kind of start and create and mm. build their own thing um, as well. Uh, so yeah, I guess, mm. but we kind of want to bring young people and bring young leaders into something that you know our youth ministry has been going for yeah. nearly 15 years now. Yeah. So it's a very kind of established. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, so, I think that that's been mm. some of the challenges. So,
0: I, I know Nathan, you were at an event last week. Yeah. Weren't you? Do you want to just mention that because I think it does link into this. When
2: yeah. Does, it,
1: yeah, I was at an event with. Um, Like some network leaders of networks here in the UK and some church leaders, and this was a big topic on raising young leaders. And uh, like Ben said, much of their experience has been they either want to start something new. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think church planting is quite a um, hot topic topic and uh, is a big thing. And I think that's because it's quite new, but they don't want to take on you know, like maybe established campuses or Mm. there's a, there's a problem with even established churches finding a next leader as well Mm. within that. Um, but one of the, one of the guys there was from the salvation army and they were talking about this raising leaders and obviously they've got a program. And he said, uh, if everyone was to go through the program they currently have, uh, in a few years, they would only have one leader for every eight salvation army, uh, places. And, um, it is great, full of faith. He said, "Well, we believe God's got it, but uh, that we need some wisdom on it." And uh, and so I think there is a there is a uh, you know there were some Americans there as well uh, from North Point Church okay, and Stanley's yeah, Church yeah. who were experiencing the same thing, where young people are not wanting to take on that leadership. And I think some of that is you know as you said the fear and also the portraying of leadership in our culture today the crisis of leadership you think of people who've been in leadership and you 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 instantly want an example of leadership yet what we've had is bad at times bad Mm. examples of leadership and so it's like young people kind of see leadership as a dirty word in a sense of Mm. i don't want to
2: take that i don't know if you've got any other thoughts on that ben uh yeah i think that last thing you said about leadership being like a dirty word Um, yeah I think it's like we were saying earlier failure seems to be just something that's more punished the -hmm. world seems like an even less forgiving place now Mm -hmm. and there's not really much room for redemption Um, and I I think that's something just thinking about the the youth ministry that that we've been building and investing into what I guess one of the key things we've tried to do over recent years as a result of this stuff is tried to make it really clear to the young people and the young leaders coming through that this is a safe space to fail, that Mm. there isn't that punishment. There isn't that. Yeah. Um, uh, You you know, if they do fail, there's, there's room to go again. You know, there's support Mm. around them. There's protection around them as, as well. So that, that's a big thing
1: I think. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I think as well, you know, just thinking of our youth ministry and Mm. youth ministry. Sometimes we we can shy away from um, setting standards, Mm. but actually we'd have standards for things, and Mm. we would say, "Hey, if you're a leader, this is what it means, and this is what it looks like." Um, What What's been your experience of that? And in terms of uh, maybe bringing correction or teach you know the teachability of young people what's Mm. been your experience of that when you've been um speaking into those moments yeah uh and what's helped you in those
2: moments yeah Uh, that's a great question Mm. um yeah I think naturally I've even found this in myself that um it's like we, we naturally kind of want to to shy away from that stuff and shy away from standards and you know try and remove i guess any any chance that we might get told no we're doing this wrong or we need to do this differently Mm -hmm. or we're not doing good enough and i guess goes back to that um of our value system within ourselves and you know feeling like we we don't want to feel like we're not good enough and i guess being confronted with actually no Someone's saying to me that I can do this better, someone's Mm. saying to me that I do have room to Mm. improve we're confronted with Mm. that, you know, oh gosh, I'm I'm not good enough. But you know, I guess we we know as believers or hope we know as believers that God loves us, that God values us, and but there's also always room for development and growth as well. So I think just in, in the way I guess I I've led leaders and tried to help people improve uh-huh. uh, them as well. I think that's just been a key thing is is really emphasizing to them how much I love them, mm. how much God loves them. Correct. And you know, yeah. any correction, any kind of um, criticism is is not because we're Trying to punish them, I guess, but yeah. it's for their benefit. Yeah, it's because we want to see them grow and mm-hmm. be all that God's called them to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, great.
0: So one of the things I've got written down here is around this idea of how do you or your team how do you stay current mm-hmm. um, without you know within youth ministry without compromising what you believe.
2: Um, that's a great question. I think involving young people yeah in it has been the big thing like yeah. if there was like a cheat code <laughs> for this question <laughs> i would say code. it's yeah, that yeah. because you know yeah. i'm getting older which means i'm getting less cool yeah. um but young people at least you know young people in the young people in the youth ministry in a sense they don't grow up i mean they obviously all grow up mm. but when you've got young people in a youth ministry they're always the most relevant they're always the coolest and they're ultimately always going to listen to each other, I think, over mm, listening okay. to anyone that um, mm. is in a different walk of life or different phase mm. of life. Yeah. So I think um, staying current and staying relevant as a youth ministry, I think the easiest way to do that and the most effective way to do that is to involve young people in the running yeah, of yeah. the youth ministry. If a young person is coming to youth on a Friday night and they're only seeing someone who's 10 15 years older than them all night on stage might be great but it won't be anywhere near as effective as Mm. them coming into a youth ministry and seeing their peers up front or seeing you know people their age doing things in the youth ministry and and i guess they they can look at that and see oh yeah that person who's in my year group is doing Mm. this this is something i can do Mm. as well Mm. um so yeah. yeah getting young people involved is massively
1: important I think. yeah and I think I'd, I'd, I'd add mm. to that as well not trying to be something you're not mm. um, cause are, you, I think, are you
0: saying Ben's not cool
1: <laughs> no I'm not saying Ben's not cool <clears throat> I think Ben's quite cool but uh, quite I'm, cool. I, I'm, I'm quite a bit older than Ben, so um, we'll, we'll just leave that there. But, um, yeah, we'll let that yeah, hang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll let that hang. But I think uh, just being yourself and yeah. being authentic to who you are. Mm. So me and Ben are very different leaders. So uh, the story is I led youth
0: yeah.
1: before Ben. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, and so we're very different leaders. I am like vision and like going to push you, all of that. Ben's very much you know a lot you know i'm right in saying this bit quieter <laughs> yeah. helps others i am like at the front like running around the stage all of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and so very very different in terms of leaders but i think with young people and and staying current and relevant mm. i don't think young people uh, are looking for you they're looking for you to be honest yeah and real and can. so this is what we believe yeah. this is who we are this is what we believe this is you know we're called to be different mm. and this is who we believe but we're doing that as us yeah. so we can share you know you share your struggles you share your problems you share those things and i think then young people begin to relate to those more mm. i think i don't think that's just a young people thing i think everyone does yeah i mean being shared, i feel this head. i yeah i, I face this then they're able to say, oh, that's not just me. Yeah, And, yeah, we can begin yeah. to do that.
0: So, Ben, Ben, you've gotten a few ideas there and already in regards sort of like um, leaders and mm. team and involving them. Mm. I wonder if you could share a little bit more around that idea of like raising up leaders. Like what, what, are, you, what are you doing here at Icon Church? Or what are we doing? Or what are you doing? Mm. Yeah. that um, would help other leaders as they listen to me, maybe they're looking around and thinking, mm. okay, we we want to get something happening mm. in our setting. Yeah. Like, yeah. W- what are you going to tell them?
2: Uh, a, a few things, I think. G- give them the cheat codes. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, yeah. I think that the first thing is really kind of what you were just saying, Dave, about actually looking, it's identifying, it's... Mm. Um, Looking at who 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 have you got, whether it's youth ministry or yeah. in your church or yeah. in your setting, who is in front of me that I can invest into and sow into, and that was you know thinking about our journey as a youth yeah. ministry. That was really what Nathan did at the start. He had a group of young people, and he you know obviously believed that was going to turn into something much bigger. But he didn't neglect that small group to begin with, and that he invested into it. So I think it's identifying who has is, who is God put in front of you that you can mm. sow into and in, invest in. I, I think something else I've learned as well is just to give loads of opportunities, opportunities mm. to lead, opportunities mm. to, to run things. You know, I regularly, mm. uh, if, I'm, if I'm thinking about leaders I want to bring through, I'll, I'll, you know, things like, you know, we're, we're doing this special night in youth, this theme night or this party night, I'm going to give it to this group of Young leaders to run, to organize, to plan, to execute, and it's Correct. just giving loads of opportunities. Mm. I think just, just the way we run our youth ministry and run our Friday night programs yeah. within that, there's always opportunity for young people to get up on stage and lead something. Mm. And you know, the different teams we have in youth as well, there's you know, plenty of opportunity there to give people a go um, at leading. Um, and getting getting them into leadership environments as well. Oh, yeah. I mentioned earlier about yeah. how we try and meet with our youth leaders uh, once a month. Often we will do things like we call call them plus one nights where we get all of our youth leaders to bring a young person with them on that night. And it's just getting those young people into an environment of yeah. leadership, leadership environment. which yeah, for, for the majority of them, they're not gonna pursue themselves. You might get one or two young people that. Feel that yeah, leadership call right and there. pursue it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I've, I've you know, we've had a few of them in youth over the years, yeah. which is brilliant. But for the majority of young people, mm. they're not pursuing leadership. No. Right. So we've we've got to invite and bring yeah. them into those leadership environments.
0: Okay. So so can I just jump in here? Is, yeah. Do you think then is that trying to answer the the challenges mm. we've mentioned earlier yeah. about the fact that leaders see leadership as a, a dirty word or something mm. that they don't want to get involved in. So you have to go that extra step really to get them involved, yeah. to invite yeah. them in, isn't it really? Oh yeah, no, I yeah. definitely
2: agree with that. Um you know I, I think I think my my own personal experience um you know youth was something I was I was very passionate about um from the get-go but I think it was it wasn't until Nathan I guess gave me opportunities as a leader and invited me into those environments that i actually started to think and believe this is something this, I do. you could do this yeah mm. um, and so yeah yeah definitely mm. get get them into those environments invite them to things you know if you go into leadership events and things like that could, could you, you yeah. bring a, yeah. a young person yeah. a young leader with Great. you mm. um, you know nathan always used to send me you know, we still do a little mm-hmm. bit of this with each other, but yeah. things he's watched or things he's said, and that's something I've I've learned and applied in the way I,
0: mm. you know,
2: bring up young leaders as well. I'm sending mm. them stuff that I'm listening to and watching. So, mm. yeah,
1: yeah, no, no, some great great thoughts there, and um, yeah, I think um, I think that's something you know, not not just for youth leaders, but mm. I think it's really important to try and address that Absolutely. issue yeah. and that question of um can we bring them to, into those environments and i think also it addresses the question and issue where they see a, a leader in a world mm. and they see you know what the world's calling mm. a crisis of leadership well we can bring them into leadership settings in the church where actually we're able to give yeah. their good role models and role models of people who actually are willing to say i'm not perfect i haven't got everything sorted But I'm working towards this Mm. or I'm going journeying towards this. And so I think that's uh, amazing. Um, I wondered if you'd just share a little bit about maybe the vision going forward and what you see in the future. Maybe even um, if you feel comfortable, maybe even speaking into youth ministry as a whole so not just even thinking of our context as our church but in terms of we just did a youth leaders training day had a few youth ministries with us which was amazing what what do you see going forward and what what do you think you know maybe i'm you know asking you to ask god something that maybe he's not giving you but what do you sense that god might be doing
2: yeah i i i've believed always believed, believed for a long time that the youth ministry is there to build church mm. um, and I think that's sort of always been that the way I've approached it since since leading icon youth with Hannah is that we want a youth ministry that builds the church um, which means reaching people with the gospel which means raising leaders in everything that we've um, been talking about yeah. today and um, so i think i i guess thinking about youth ministry as a whole or at least thinking about youth ministries in the uk that they would be not its own entity and not separate but would be very much there to build the church and equip the church Mm. you know i think so they're not side projects yeah exactly Mm. and and you know I guess we we know that the world needs healthier churches. The world needs stronger churches, and I think youth ministries play such a key role in that. Mm. And you know, youth ministry is the future of the church because it's those young people, come those young mm. Christians, young mm. believers, young leaders, going through. I think from on a personal level, I've always, um, for many years, had a picture in my head of a youth ministry of like five hundred or so young people and that was that came through me going to another youth event in another part of the world and just seeing a picture of something and that picture always stuck with me mm. and that's you know I still am trying to work towards that vision mm. but I would say to you know y- young leaders younger youth pastors um, to not shy away from dreaming big yeah. and, and dreaming Great. of mm. thousands of young yeah. people being reached
1: so mm. so yeah yeah just thinking, just picking up on that whole idea of building the church and not letting it be a side project uh how do, how do you like just thinking how do you do that how do you make sure the youth ministry is attached you know to the church's vision and you know you keep keep that in terms of we're not just running this thing we mm-hmm. do friday nights whatever night it is you do it yeah. we're not just running this thing and then that's it uh, it's a part of the
2: church yeah language is a big thing and whenever we're talking about vision in youth and what we're dreaming for in youth, making sure that, that aligns with what we're saying as a mm. church. Mm. Like the wording doesn't have to be exactly the same, but the same idea pretty much. You know, We've always had a, a pretty clear vision as Icon Church and a clear idea of, of what our mission is as a church. Mm. And mm. in the language, I want to make sure that what we're saying yeah, in youth. So that alignment. With that, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was, uh, I would say as well, just on a practical level, just getting young people to Sundays, getting young people involved in serving in church. Yeah, um, that's my experience growing up as a young person in Icon Church. And um, you know, we do that in a very practical way. Yeah, our youth ministry, because of the size it is, it's great that we can break that down into lots of small groups, which mm. we call connect groups in youth. And that's sort of guess our main avenue to getting young people there on Sundays, so the small group leaders we have mm. in icon youth we're very uh, clear yeah. with them that you know we want them to encourage and get their young people there
1: on, on Sunday. Sundays,
2: yeah because um, you know if, if a young person grows up in icon youth only ever come into Friday nights, what happens when they're too old to be there anymore? yeah yeah, um, whereas we want to. You know, equip young people and and help them to stay committed to God's church for their whole lives—not just yeah. The youth. Yeah, mm.
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. yeah. Let Let me just nip in on that because mm. leaders are listening today. Yeah. and they think they're thinking about this idea of like youth not being a side project, which I think is brilliant. But I think it's bigger than that in the sense of it's just like a three sixty approach. Mm. Mm. Um, because as a church, when we're having staff meetings or leaders' meetings, we we talk about youth as part of our services, yeah. don't we? Yep. Yeah. And not just youth on a yeah. Friday and then our services on Sunday. Yeah, no. Actually, the whole weekend yeah. is about what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think if leaders are listening, it's not just that bit. No. It's it's like the bigger bit, isn't yeah. Together. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, the leaders at the top, mm. they've got to see the whole thing yeah. as connected. Yeah. Rather than, you know, yeah. or oh, you've got yeah. to get your youth to do yeah. the Sunday do yeah. Well amazing. and I,
1: and I think it, you know, just to um kind of like um push it out there with um lead pastors, senior yeah. pastors it's so important 85% I think the statistics are in the UK 85% of people make a decision before the age of 18 yeah and so if that's the statistic well that should be A a priority, yeah, a priority for us as a church, the next generation, and uh, seeing the next generation reach with the message of Jesus, and seeing young leaders raised up for the future of the church and even the church right now as well. And so, that you're right, Dave, it has to go full circle, and we've been incredibly blessed that our Mm -hmm. lead pastors here. Mm have prioritized youth it, yeah. and uh, about. talked about it yeah, it's yeah. become that's been our language mm-hmm. you know they've even protected youth at times mm. youth have s- you know put holes in walls and uh, we just blamed the women's ministry uh in those <laughs> wrestling true, part that, that was a true story yeah, once yeah, yeah. someone That's came great. up and said to our lead pastor hey yeah, i yeah. can't believe what the youth have done and put a hole in the wall and hit, hit him. uh our lead pastor said no that was the women on tuesday yeah, yeah they, and were they here. quietened them down very quickly <laughs> and so very good. i think uh you know just having that mindset as a leader great. helps uh, you move forward in that area.
0: Brilliant. Hey, so Ben, it's been great to have you on the yeah, show. We've got one much. final question yeah. before we wrap up for today, yeah, before yeah. Um, Nathan sort of puts out there where to find us and all that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. Hey, just tell us, what what do you do? Very briefly now, what do you do for your own personal development? Because as a leader, mm. that's key, isn't it? So what do you
2: do? Uh, I guess try and read and listen to as much as I can. That helps that development. I mean, okay. an example of something recently. Uh, I do a lot of preaching in youth and, mm-hmm. and in church as a campus pastor. I'm passionate about communication, and uh, was watching last week. Erwin McManus mm. shared sort of a free. He, he does a a, a course mm-hmm. which is paid for around communication, but he sort of gave away mm-hmm. some of that for free, which I found. Thank really, you, Erwin Found yeah. really fascinating. We appreciate already. your input, yeah. at Mosaic. Uh, but i think as well you know not not just do, doing that stuff personally um but also i try and make sure i keep talking to people about mm-hmm. my development but
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's i want to make sure i talk to people that are passionate about my development not as yet. well i think that's mm-hmm. a key thing as well because you know I can talk to anyone about that yeah, stuff but yeah, i want to yeah. make sure i'm talking to those who are actually passionate about me improving okay. growing mm-hmm. so yeah, identifying who those people are in your life. Get good, good, good people around you there Yeah.
0: Do some reading. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. No, great great well great stuff and uh erwin if you're listening to this this is Thank an invitation to uh, the church Explained podcast yeah we think he should uh, be on here uh, he really he should he should he should we've had some great guests uh, we have we've had some amazing guests yeah. but that's been it for the church Explained podcast it's been great to have ben uh with us and uh if you could rate review subscribe wherever you're consuming this content then that is a massive help to us at the church explain podcast also just want to mention we have a whole load of resources youth resources on there some youth leader training resources on our icon icon.church forward slash open uh, which are completely free and will always be free for you as well as many other resources not just youth resources on there but that's been it for the church explained podcast and uh, we look forward to seeing you and being with you next time